listeners, welcome to our podcast. My name is Moses Kainde. My name is Clint Mashariki. Welcome as we continue to dig deep into discovering hidden kingdom treasures. Yeah. Amen. Welcome. So Clinton, maybe you can start pick up from there. Um so last on the last episode we were talking about how the devil tempts us and how he uses this this template, this these three ways that are described by the Apostle John in 1 John 2, 15 to 17. And so we spoke about the, the, the last of the flesh, the last of the eyes, and the pride of life. And so on this episode, we wanted to dig deep into the portion of scripture that talks about how Jesus Christ was tempted and how he was able to overcome. And so Moses, if you begin by reading from Matthew 4, 1 to 4. From Matthew 4? Yes, 1 from to 4. 1 to 4. Mm-hmm. Okay, thank you. So, the Bible says in Matthew 4, from verse 1, Then the Spirit led Jesus into the desert to be tempted by the devil. After spending 40 days and nights without food, Jesus was hungry. The devil came to him and said, If you are God's son, order these stones to turn into bread. But Jesus answered, the scripture says, human beings cannot live on bread alone, but need every word that God speaks. Amen. 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 I love the way it says, human beings cannot live by bread alone. Other other, other versions say, man cannot live by bread alone. So it reminds me of the fact that as human beings, we get hungry. And so we get into, you know, when we feel hungry, what we want to do is eat food. And Jesus Christ, when you look at the context in this situation, he had been fasting for 40 days and... 49. So he was hungry because he was a human being just like we all are. But then he, when he sold to change and transform the stones to become loaves of bread so they will eat, he he replies that with with actually the verse from Deuteronomy 8.3 when he says that man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeds out of the mouth of the Lord. And so that teaches us is, is the fact that in as much as we are human beings of the flesh, mm. we need to remember the fact that we are also of God. Yeah. We are of the spirit, even though we live in bodies of, of, of flesh. Mm. And that's because God, he, he's always wanted to, even though Eve fell to sin, and Adam fell to sin in the Garden of Eden, mm. you know, or because, yeah, yeah. So because Eve fell to sin and, and Adam fell to sin in the Garden of Eden, yeah. so God wants us to, he, he, that led to separation. Mm-hmm. And so God wanted to restore that, and that's why Jesus Christ came mm-hmm. to earth and died on the cross for our sins. So Jesus Christ is the representation of that restoration. Mm-hmm. And so in this situation, even though he was of the flesh, mm-hmm. he still was mindful of things that are of, are of God and of the Spirit. Yeah. And so he knew, in as much as we need bread, mm-hmm. you cannot live by bread alone. Mm-hmm. You need to live by what God says. What God says. Yes, because even in the Word of the Lord, he knows that you need bread, and so he will provide you with that bread. Yeah. And so that way you're able to overcome the last of the flesh. Yes. Because when we seek to only meet the needs of our flesh just for providing for the needs of the flesh, mm-hmm. per se, when we do that and we are flesh-like, mm-hmm. it can only lead us to sin. Yeah. And in this situation, it's all about hunger, but it can be about sex. Mm-hmm. It can be about a lot of other things that are only pertaining to the needs of the flesh. Mm-hmm. And we, I think we said it last time that the, the flesh is always warring against the spirit. Mm-hmm. And I remember we read a portion of scripture that, that was able to to expound on that mm. and so yeah that's the last of the flesh i think we can all agree right yeah that's the last of the flesh mm. so when we continue from verse 5 matthew chapter 4 verse 5 it says then the devil took jesus to jerusalem the holy city set him on the highest point of the temple 
and said to him, If you are God's son, throw yourself down, for the scripture says, God will give orders to his angels about you. They will hold you up with their hands, so that not even your feet will be hurt on the stones. Amen, amen. And I remember we spoke about this on, a, on an episode some time back, when we were talking about how you cannot take away from scripture. And the devil in this situation, he actually takes away from scripture because he quotes a Bible verse, but not in its entirety. Yes, he omitted. He omitted. Because he says he will give his angels charge of you on the hands they will bear you up. But the original text in, in Psalms 21 says, he will give his angels charge of you to guard you in all your ways. And yes, on the hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. And so his understanding of this scripture is more widely, more literal. Yeah. When it is deeper, it's more spiritual. These angels are to lead you in the way that is of God, in the paths yes. of life. Yeah. And when you realize that, you realize that you cannot use these angels as, as mere servants to just answer to your whims. You cannot, they're not just a waiter. Yeah. Hey, come help me, come save me here. Exactly. Their the purpose is to give glory to God. Yes. And so, according to the three ways the devil tempts us, this aligns with the last, you said the, the, pride, the pride, of, of life. pride of life. Yes. yes. Because the devil is... He's questioning Jesus' command, his relationship with God as regards to how much authority he has. Because if God loves him, then he has the power to call upon angels. And in the Bible, we saw men of God who had power to do things, like Elijah. If you read in 2 Kings, he calls up fire from heaven, to, which was able to consume a captain of, one of I think, about 50 soldiers who had come to him. You can see even with Moses how he parted the Red Sea. And so in this situation, even though you are a Christian or a person of God, you may be tempted to feel, okay, because God has power, then he should do this, then he should do that, you know. But then we cannot use that power wrongly. There's a very interesting episode that occurred in the Bible, if we can open to, I believe it's Luke chapter 9. Now there's a funny thing about this episode, because you've got other versions of of the Bible, they don't have it in their texts, but they have it noted down below in the in the blab mm-hmm. but it's something very very crucial mm-hmm. so it is in Luke 9 chapter Luke chapter 9 verse 51 I'll read myself because in this portion of scripture Jesus was with the disciples and they were going to Samaria mm-hmm. and uh, I saw it in their series you watched The Chosen yeah, this, the chosen, yeah. I've, watched, I've not watched it I think I need to watch it but there was this clip I saw one time and it, it played out beautifully on that on that series so Jesus Christ was going to Samaria, and you know, if you know Samaria, they were not Jews. Yeah. So, and the Jews actually despised the Samaritans. Yeah, exactly. And so in this situation, it's like the, Samarian, the Samaritans did not want Jesus Christ to come into, into the city together with the disciples. Mm-hmm. And John was with James, if you can read from verse 51, Luke 9. When the days drew near for him to be received up, he set his face to go to Jerusalem, and he sent messengers ahead of him, who went and entered a village of the Samaritans to make ready for him. But the people would not receive him because his face was set toward Jerusalem. And when his disciples James and John saw it, they said, Lord, do you want us to bid fire come down from heaven and consume them? But he turned and rebuked them, and they went on to another village. Now my Bible does not include that, that text. But you look down below, it says, in verse 55 it adds, Jesus Christ told them, you do not know what man of spirit you are of. For the Son of Man came not to destroy men's lives, but to save them. Exactly. So in this situation, when the Samaritans had refused Jesus and his company entrance, what they wanted to do, what James and John wanted to do, was to call fire from heaven. 
But Jesus says, You do not know what man of spirit you are of. For the Son of Man came not to destroy men's lives, but to save them. To save them. Meaning when you have power in the Lord, it is not power that we use wrongly, wrongly. that we abuse. Yeah. Remember the conversation we had one time about Elisha? Yes, and you were talking about how maybe there's a reason why he, even though he had that, that remember that conversation yeah, you had yeah, about how he had a double portion of the spirit yeah. of Elijah's power, but instead he died, and I believe theologians will say this he did not fully utilize fully manifest his yeah, power exactly, when he was alive. and I believe it's because of the incident where he was insulted by those forty-two boys, it's in the Bible, yeah. and when he was insulted he was angry. They called him a bald head or something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then what he did, he he was angry and he cast them or something. But then bears came from the woods and devoured these these boys. These boys. All of them were killed. All of them were killed. Yes. So that was the wrong use of the power that he had, because power should that's give a, that's glory. That's according to scholars. Yes, according to scholars. <laughs> but if you ask me, I mean, it makes sense because yeah. when they the boys died, yeah. Elisha also kept on performing miracles, but he was still performing miracles even after he was dead when his bones were able to bring someone back to life. Meaning there was still power in those bones, yes. even though he was dead. So it's it's so like it a could, warning. Yeah, it could be like he did not manifest his power yes, when he well, was alive. When he was to alive the to the fullest, exactly. Okay. Because what he did is he used it wrongly. And it's like in this instance you see with James and John, they were, the good thing they were with Jesus. Mm. If they were not with Jesus, mm. they would have brought fire from heaven to devour the Samaritans. Mm. To consume the Samaritan sorry. Yes. And that would have been wrong. That is the only use of power. Mm-hmm. Now with the devil in this situation, when you read Matthew 4, which we just read. Yeah. And he's telling Jesus too that he can throw himself throw down. Throw himself from, down, yeah. yeah. The angels will, from will and angels will come and that is the wrong use of the power of God. Yes. You can't use it that way. Yeah, yeah. And just because the devil himself was guilty of the pride of life. He had power in heaven, mm-hmm. but then he lost it because of pride. Yes. Because he used it wrongly. And so that is the pride of life that Jesus Christ was able to overcome. Exactly. Because just because we have power, we cannot use it wrong. Doesn't mean we can use it anyhow. Yes. And remember, before we started the episode, we spoke about Matthew 26. Matthew. Chapter, uh, you can read this: Matthew 26, 53 and 54. Matthew 26, from verse 53 and 54. 26, verse. It's the incident where they were in the Garden of Gethsemane. And uh, they were, Jesus came, Christ was supposed to be arrested. Yeah. And Peter, he drew out a sword and he mm. struck someone and cut off his ear. Yeah. So Jesus is reacting. Mm. Can I read? Yes, you can read. It is in Matthew 26, verse 53. Mm. Don't you know that I could call on my father for help and at once he will send me more than 12 armies of angels? But in the case, how could, you, how could the scriptures come true which says that this is what must happen? Exactly. This is what must happen. It's about the will of God yes. happening, being fulfilled. It's not about our... It's not about us. Us. And what we feel we should do. Exactly. Yeah. We should not go about like our feelings or what we feel will please people. Exactly. But we should just do what is, pleases God. Pleases God. It's all about that is the will now. Yes, that's, that's the, the will, will of God. God. Exactly. Yeah. And so in Psalm 21, when he talks about he will give angels charge of us to guide us in all our ways, it's yeah. about giving glory to him. We cannot use these angels just to test God, to test God, you know, to put God to temptation. Yes. And how did Jesus react? What he told the devil? Mm, this is how Jesus reacted. Because when you read Matthew four, 
Okay, Jesus answered this in this in Matthew 4 7. Mm-hmm. He says, Jesus answered, but the scripture also says, Do not put the Lord your God to test. Exactly, exactly. Do not put the Lord to the test. So, Jesus Christ overcame mm. this sin that was meant that's all has all the markings of the pride of life. Yeah, yeah. And Jesus caused Deuteronomy 6 16. Yeah, he's by saying that, Do not put the Lord your God into test. Yeah. So, so we can go to the final the final one mm-hmm. which is uh, the last of the eyes so the devil took jesus to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world in all their greatness all this i'll give you the devil said if you kneel down and worship me then jesus answered go away satan the scripture says worship the lord your god and serve only him Amen. the devil left jesus and angels came and helped so we've looked at the last of the flesh, yeah. the pride of life, life. so we're left with the, the, last of the, eyes. the last of the eyes. And when you read this portion, you can see that mm-hmm. the devil took him to, in my in my version it says the RSV, mm-hmm. and again the devil took him to a very high mountain mm-hmm. and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and the glory of them. Mm-hmm. And so you can picture Jesus Christ so, he saw brilliance, yeah, you know, manifestation of glory. And, yeah, the kingdoms of the earth. Yeah. Like he was raised in a higher place to see everything, everything. That this world can give. Everything the world can give. And you know, power comes with with a lot of good things. Mm. You know, um, if you're talking about presidents, if you're talking about kings, yes. if you're talking about, imagine just being the president of the USA, for instance, yeah. and all the power that you have. And so he saw all that mm. and then some. And so it's pleasing to the eye. Pleasing to the eyes. And if you go back to Eve in, in Genesis, when she saw the fruit, she saw that it was good for food, mm. and it was also a deep, a delight to the eyes. It was pleasing to the eyes. Mm. And so sometimes you fall to temptation because of that. It reminds me of the illustration I used last time when I gave the example of my dad mm. and how he wanted a car so badly, and, and he, he, he used ways that were not legal to, to yes, get one. Yes, yes. That's because it looked good. It looked good to it was pleasing the to the eyes. Yes. And so we need to be careful, especially with our generation. Yeah. You know, as we spoke last time, social media, you see someone successful and you feel like you want, you want their success. You have that crave inside you. You it's want to be like him. Yes, in this situation, it's like social media played out. Yes. Because it's like yes. Saturn took Jesus to Instagram <laughs> and showed him this feed of, of everything that is good in the world. It's, yeah. it's the same thing. Yeah. I mean, he did same it spiritually. Today, it? today it's just, it's, we, have, we, we have the devil through what we have in our hands through our mobile phones mm. and so when we are not using them to the glory of god and sometimes you are on especially social media mm-hmm. and especially instagram i'm saying instagram because it's all about the image all about the pictures mm-hmm. and you see things and you see how you can see someone your age who's doing really really well mm-hmm. you know they have a car they have a beautiful wife who is this an incredible husband mm-hmm. and they have a career and you're thinking about how you've been seeking god for years <laughs> and years and <laughs> Like, I've been in that situation yeah. and you're thinking, hey, Lord, you know, why? Why? I mean, that's the last of the eyes because you've last seen it eyes, yes. and you want it. Mm-hmm. So it's the same thing, Jesus Christ saw it all. Mm-hmm. Remember Jesus at this time, he was just a carpenter. He was just a carpenter. Yeah, he didn't have much. So he sees all these things mm-hmm. and he's thinking, wow. But he knew the word. He knew the word. And so he knew the, word. the devil was talking about, oh, you fall and worship down and worship me, then I'll give you all this. Mm-hmm. And what does Jesus Christ say in verse 10? 
verse 10, Jesus answered, Go away, Satan. The scripture says, Worship the Lord your God and serve only him. Serve only him. Serve only God. Serve only God. Nothing else. Yes. And, so, and it's amazing how people define success today. Mm. And I remember you spoke about this also yes. last time. How people say, you know, nowadays people describe success as in like the amount of money, the power, the amount of money someone has, yes. the power yes. someone yes. has. And also the popularity someone has. Yeah, especially. Because I remember yeah. there is a certain preacher. I won't mention his name. Yeah, he was like in an in interview, and he said that he was saying like, "I was listed in the Forbes magazine 2013. Did you see that? It's like glorifying himself. Just imagine. No. Now I was imagining myself. I is this like? Please is tell this me real? his name after the episode. Okay, I'll tell you. <laughs> <laughs> so. This is like the last of the eyes, what people see. Yes, exactly. If I see you like you, you have money, you, you exalt yourself above all everything. If I see you like you are in a higher place, you are very mm. popular, I just imagine to be in that place too. Mm. So mm. it's so deceptive. So deceptive, very, very deceptive. Yeah. And a matter of fact, it doesn't last fast. Mm, true. It's passing. Mm. Everything here in this world is passing. But we, are longing for what is eternal and That's it's not of this world we need to be patient we need to be patient and you feel like the lord is taking his time because sometimes it feels like the lord is taking his time mm. Mm. it may take time but you have the promise of eternal life inside. because in the moment he's building he's equipping you with everything good yes, exactly. in Hebrews 13. yes so you have the characters that are off that are, that are assembling his image because he created us in his image yeah and also if I may read here in Hebrews chapter 2 verse 17, this is what it says. This means that he had to become like his brothers and sisters in every way in order to be their faithful and merciful high priest mm. in his service to God so that the people's sins will be forgiven. And now he can help those who are tempted because he himself was tempted and suffered. Mm. He was. So he went through all that. To show you that it is possible to overcome these temptations, mm, it is possible. True. He sympathizes with mm, us. Exactly. Yes. And we can't say Jesus Christ, you didn't, you are not there in twenty. It's not twenty twenty three back mm. in your time because you didn't have Instagram, because you didn't have Facebook, mm. or oh, Jesus Christ, you didn't have Twitter. Mm. So I know you are a human being, but you are not like us. Mm. But. He, he experienced something better than Instagram because if the devil took him, took him up and showed him everything, everything in the world, you need to scroll and charge your phone and get data bundles to see that he did. He was shown everything, everything in a moment. Everything in a moment. And he still said no. Just like you Clinton being said, like, can you take the position of Elon Musk? <laughs> How would you respond? Especially, I saw him in Paris the other day. He, was, yeah. he attended this conference, and yeah. I, I was just like, "Man, this guy looks so good." Yeah. And you know, he's rich, yeah. and he was answering these questions. He was talking about AI, yeah. and in that moment, I admit, I was like, "Imagine your Elon Musk." Imagine your Elon Musk. I asked myself that question. That's the last of the eyes. This is the last of the eyes. Last of the eyes. What you see. What you see. Mm-hmm. What you see. And what you want to. And what you want. And also, if you can read uh, from Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15, this is what he also says. Our highest priest is not one who cannot feel sympathy for our weakness. On the contrary, we have a high priest who was tempted in every way that we are, but did not sin. 
did not sin. He did not sin. He overcame. He overcame. But he felt sympathy in our weakness too. So he, he went hungry. through. Yeah, he was hungry like us. Mm. And he had to deal with all those. All he those has, yeah, he had to deal with all of the eyes. Yes. In that moment, when yeah. the devil tempted him, also he had to deal with the pride of life. Yeah. But he overcame yeah, all yeah. of it. So he was like, "I'm going through this part." But when you also tempted, go through this also. Mm-hmm. Use the word. Mm-hmm. The devil will come. Use the word, and you say yeah. that. And I love that when you see, when you study, you realize that he was quoting from Deuteronomy. Yes. He started with Deuteronomy 8:3, yeah. "Man shall not live by bread alone, but every word that proceeds out of the mouth of God." Yeah. And then he goes to Deuteronomy 6:16, 6, yes. "You shall not tempt the Lord your God." Yes. And then he oh, goes to Deuteronomy 6:13, yes. "Yes, you shall worship the Lord your God, and no him only shall you serve." So he went to the word, yes. and Deuteronomy talks about the Israelites in the wilderness. So they were dealing with these temptations themselves. Yes. They were hungry, you know. They they needed things. They there was a time I remember they were talking about how oh in Egypt we ate cucumbers, we mm. ate garlic, mm. we ate watermelons, and now all we have is this man, <laughs> you know. Mm. And you know, and that means that mm. Jesus Christ he also learned from that. Mm. I'm saying this in the in his person as as man because he was both God and man. But in that situation, he had to read the scriptures and learn the scriptures. But he was the word himself, of course. Yes. But he's showing us that you need to humble yourself and learn from scripture. Learn from the scriptures. Yes, and because this is the only way we can defeat the devil. Yes, this is the only way we can overcome. There's no other way. There's no other way. It's incredible. It's incredible. So, um, our listeners, that's our episode for today. Yeah, and it was a trip. <laughs> I hope also you you will find reference from the scriptures that we have highlighted. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You will read, and also if you have any questions, reach out, man. Reach, reach out, out to reach Moses out. on Instagram. Is at Moses Kaini19. I'm at Clint Mashariki. Reach out, man. We need to talk and have more conversations about this. Yes, and also our podcast is also available into three platforms. You can find us in uh, Spotify, Apple Podcast, and also Google Podcast. Exactly. Just search Hidden Kingdom Treasures and you'll find us. Yeah, and if you, if you have anything to add or say, see us up. Yes. As for me, it's a bye-bye. Yeah, bye-bye. Till next time.